Good morning and welcome to worship today. Our youth, the God Squad, are doing the service at Our Saviors this morning. And they were kind enough to share their sermon with me so that I could share it with you. Let us begin our worship with a confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. God of compassion, you welcome the wayward and you embrace us all with your mercy. By our baptism, clothe us with garments of your grace and feed us at the table of your love through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus, and the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. There was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that will belong to me. So he divided his property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all he had and traveled to a distant country. And there he squandered his property in dissolute living. When he had spent everything, a severe famine took place throughout the country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of the country, who sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. He would gladly have filled himself with the pods that the pigs were eating, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have bread enough to spare? But here I am, dying of hunger. I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So he set off and went to his father. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, Quickly, bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet, and get the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now the elder son was in the field when he came and approached the house. He heard music and dancing, and he called one of the slaves and asked what was going on. He replied, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf, because he has gotten him back, safe and sound. Then he became angry and refused to go in. His father came out and began to plead with him. But he answered his father, Listen, for all these years I have been working like a slave for you, and I never disobeyed your command. Let Yet you have never given me even a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. 
Then the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice, because this brother of yours was dead and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. All our lives we have heard, trust in the Lord. According to the website blueletterbible.com, the word trust plus all its variations appears approximately 191 times in the Bible. That is a lot of times to be reminded to trust. But what does it mean to you to trust in the Lord? Here are a few quotes from our youth members. What does it mean to trust in the Lord? It means that the Lord will always be there for me, will always know what is right for me, and never judges me, but guides me. Trusting in the Lord gives me security. Trust in the Lord means having faith. My faith has been tested a few times as of late, one of them being the pandemic. I thought I would hate online schooling, but I have looked back and thought of how many good memories I have made with my family. Also, having my great-grandma passing, who I was really close to all my life, was very hard on me and my family. I pray to the Lord because I want to keep in touch with my loved ones who have passed. I am trusting the Lord to send my messages to them. Having trust in the Lord has so many benefits in so many wonderful ways. When someone is dying, people pray, and that one time put all the trust in the Lord for that one time that they need them. But you shouldn't expect it because if you do trust the Lord, you should know that they are doing the right thing always. The Lord is the one person that is always perfect. If someone you love is passing away, the Lord knows the best thing for them might be for them to go to a better place. We need to learn that God knows what is best for us. Trust. How do you trust God? Trust seems to work on a scaled system between us people with rankings of no trust to very trusted. When we build trust with each other, it is done through talking, actions, and relationships. But when it comes to trusting in God, it becomes difficult to fully establish that same trust we see in each other. Oftentimes, our trust in God develops as a last resort. It's a trust held in your back pocket until a rainy day when we have no other option. Yet we all know we should be trusting him all the time in our lives. But it's hard to build that same trusting relationship with God. For this reason, God gave us the Bible, which has stories to understand God and God's actions. And also, God has given us the ability to pray. Through prayer and reading, we learn that God does talk to us through small events and other people. We can use prayer and reading the Bible 
to truly build our trust in God. Did you know there are colors our brain can't register? One is a mix of red and green. The other is a mix of yellow and blue. In our eyes, the light frequencies cancel each other out. But are they still colors? Some people might say no because we literally can't see the colors. There are many things as humans we can't or haven't seen. Another example is other planets. Even with telescopes, we can't see every planet out there. But they're still there, right? So do you believe in God? We can't see him. A lot of people have never heard of him speak to them either. This is where we should have trust. Trust that God is there, even if we can't hear or see him. Trust God that everything has a purpose, even the colors and planets that we can't see. We need to trust that God has a plan for every living and non-living thing, even us. To trust in the Lord means to be forgiving of other people and to trust others when there is a bad time in your life and in good times. Further, trusting in the Lord means not to hate people when they did something wrong and to forgive them. Additionally, trusting in the Lord means to put your faith in God by trusting in yourself and God. You can also pray to God to help. This will show people that you are trusting God. I think trusting in the Lord is being able to go to him when you are in need or being able to tell him something that you need to get out. I trust in the Lord when I am in a tough time. I can ask God to be with me and help me get through these times and make things better. Once I had a family member who got into a really bad accident and I needed to do or say something about it, but I did not want to tell anybody and I was very stressed and scared. But then I remembered I can speak with God and trust that it will keep it will keep a private. And God will do the best he can to make things better. When I said a prayer and told him these things, I felt a sigh of relief, even though I was still wor- worried. I felt more comfortable, but if things do not get better, you cannot blame God. You still can trust him because he is working in our lives and helping us get through the tough times. When trusting God, we take a lot of stress off ourselves, which is really relieving and gives us way more positivity. Without trusting in the Lord, it would be more difficult to get through tough times. Trust in the Lord means that you do not need to worry about what happens in your life. It means that you have hope that God will keep you safe from evil and that you are protected from those who mislead you and others. No matter the time or place, 
God will lead you to what is best. It means that you know God is there for you and always will be. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus is consistent. He is always there for us and ready to listen with an open heart. There are many things in today's world that are not reliable or consistent. Yet I always find Jesus to be there. Trusting in the Lord isn't always easy. As the verse said, Jesus is always the same and always there. I have come to find that we as Christians can sometimes forget to look for and trust the Lord when things are going well for us. Not that this is intentional in any way. Trusting in the Lord is something we should do 365 days of the year, 24 hours a day, not just when things get difficult. Jesus is with us when we need him, when we mourn, when we are anxious, but he also wants to be there for the celebrations and the good times. Jesus sometimes becomes like the friend we only come to when we need advice and help with something. But this isn't trusting the Lord. When we trust the Lord, we are trusting him with not only our secrets and worries, but trusting him to always be there for us and listen in not only bad times, but in good times as well. In my mind, trusting in the Lord means putting your life in his hands. I believe trusting the Lord and going to church strengthens my belief. My life has not been too hard so far, and I believe it's because I trust in the Lord. Everyone should trust in the Lord, including you. Trust is a hard but necessary part of our relationship with God. God wants us to be comfortable and vulnerable around him so we can release everything that burdens our hearts and be free to truly embrace everything he offers us. So the answer to what it means to trust in the Lord is many things, but what is important is it all ends with each of us trusting the Lord in different ways. So if you feel like it, you can let any of our youth members know how you trust the Lord too. They would love to hear from you. Amen.
Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Drawn close to the heart of God, we offer these prayers for the church, the world, and all who are in need. Jesus formed the disciples in ways of extravagant mercy and profound welcome. Lead your church to follow the disciples and be a community of forgiveness and hospitality. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You make the land to produce a harvest that sustains your entire creation. Nourish the earth with ample rain and abundant sunshine and heal grounds tainted by pollution or misuse. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Countries are divided and leaders often harbor grudges. Reconcile nations that, nations that experience conflict. May war cease. Be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Your people cry for help in times of distress. Hear our prayers for those who are sick or grieving, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Gala. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Your love comes to us when a table is set and a feast is prepared. Bless the feeding ministries of this congregation. Bring an end to hunger in our community and around the world. Merciful God, receive our prayer. The one who was dead is alive again. We give thanks for those who have died, confident that steadfast love surrounds them. Shelter them in your love until we are gathered into your heavenly banquet. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Accept the prayers we bring, O God, on behalf of a world in need. For the sake of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. 
the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. So Go in peace. Jesus meets us on the way. Thanks be to God.